Welcome to the Aligned Women Podcast, a podcast to empower women in chiropractic to grow practices that work for their families. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton. And I'm Dr. Shauna Dingman. We're two moms who are navigating the journey of life and practice just like you. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Aligned Women podcast. Dr. Shauna and I are excited to have you here. We are welcoming you to a brand new quarter of 2018. And we're going to talk about how you can make this a quarter that you can look back on and feel confident and um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Um, proud of. Yes. Shauna, Hello. 2018 is flying by. Do you feel it? I can't believe it. I can't believe it's already half over. I know. All right. So let's get focused on helping our audience today um, with what you have introduced me to, which is called the quarter card. (laughs) Yeah. And it's certainly not a new concept. Um, Anyone who's talking about the 90 day year or just doing things in terms of smaller chunks has their version of this kind of a thing, but really it's just prioritizing your tasks. Yes, Uh, that's such a great topic. Actually, I'm going to share a a live video on the Facebook page today for the Aligned Women page about how to find time for it all. And because you won't hear this podcast episode until after that video is already on the page, I'll go ahead and tell you the secret to finding time for it all is to not expect to do it all. Yeah. And that's really also what we're talking about today. We're talking about how to narrow down your focus and, and be able to knock out your goals. All right. So, yeah, you know, I loved it. You know, the book, the one thing you and I both love that book. We often talk about it. One of the things that I remember best from that book was how he talked about the whole word priority has completely lost its meaning. If you go back to the original, I assume it's Latin roots or whatever of the word, it means one thing. And yet we talk about priorities. It was never designed to be a plural. The word priority means the one most important thing. There can be no more than one most important thing if you're using the word priority, but we've just changed the whole nature of the word. And I think for us as women in chiropractic, that is probably the single biggest thing that I see as a coach that trips people up is too many priorities. There is no priority anymore. It's too many priorities. We're trying to fit too much in. And this is where the quarter card really helps. It forces you to figure out what really is most important and it forces you to push some other things to the side. Too many priorities really leads to nothing being a priority. And it leads to a lot of frustration because you feel like everything's important, but nothing is getting the attention that it, that it needs or that you want it to have. Yeah. It's a lot of busy work, but not enough productive work. Yes. All right. So it's all about narrowing things down Mm -hmm. (sighs) and accepting that that is okay. It's more than okay. It's actually a productivity strategy, right? It's like how we actually get more done is by focusing on less. Yeah. And, you know, so so to describe what is the quarter card, it's literally, I just use a recipe card. It can be a piece of paper. It can be, it can be a piece of Bristol board. It can be whatever you want. It could be something on a computer. 
I literally just grab an old fashioned recipe card from a recipe box that I haven't used since the advent of online apps for recipes. And I put like in this case, it would be quarter three, Q3, 2018. And then what I do is I put no more than three things that I want to accomplish in this quarter. And that's all that's on it. And I actually, I have more than one recipe card. I have three of them. I tape one to my, my actual desktop computer. I tape one to my mirror in the bathroom. And I tape one to the inside of my laptop. So it's sort of right beside the trackpad on my laptop. So that it reminds me every time I go to work what my priorities are. So how do you do that? You're probably asking. How do you narrow it down? And the reality is there's, there's a lot of back work that has to happen in order for this to work really well. And Danielle, you and I have talked a lot about core values. And that's really, that's a whole other podcast in itself. But in order to really do a good job with your quarter card, the first thing that you really need to do is take a look at what are your actual core values? What are the things that are most important to you? And I, I mean, I can already guess that helping people um, being with your family, your marriages, like those kinds of things, those are all priorities. So the question is, what are the values that are actually in there? Um, so one of my core values, for example, is freedom. So even though my highest core value is family, because I like freedom, freedom is, is a really strong core value for me, I need to be able to work. And I always thought that work and family were competing core values for me. And so I put work off to the side and I stopped working when I felt like they were going head to head instead of realizing that the core value is actually freedom. And how do I have that in both areas? And so I, I think when you know what your core values are, it helps you put the different things that you want in your life into perspective. Absolutely. I didn't know that your core value was freedom. That is definitely my core value. And it's honestly, mostly the only one that I focus on. I mean, of course, honesty, integrity, those things are important to me as well. My family, yes. But freedom encompasses my family. Freedom yeah. encompasses how I work and what I want to do for work. It means a lot of things to me. No wonder we get along so well, because when <laughs> your core values are the same, then yeah, it makes for a good partnership. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think it also gives you permission to do some things. And I think, you know, work is actually a really good example. For a long time, I thought that to be the best mom to my kids, I had to be a stay-at-home mom because we could afford to. So if I wanted to be that and we could afford to, then I almost had an obligation to, but I wasn't honoring a core value, which was basically what made me tick. And so I was never, I love the time that I had at home with my kids for sure. And I, I wouldn't trade it for anything, but I think I would do it differently. Now, knowing what that, the core value that underlies everything, you can be a great mom for your kids and still be a working mom. Yes. That is, uh, that's the challenge though, right? How do we go about doing that? Well, listen to the podcast <laughs> and find a, find a support, uh, a community of support of women that are like-minded, women that are doing the same thing. 
women that are willing to embrace a different, I don't want to say a different pace, but a different um, approach to how to be successful as both a mom and a chiropractor. Yeah, and I think if we understand that we all have similar core values and yet different core values, I think it decreases the judginess too. And I don't think, I think we're very fortunate in the community that we have of women chiropractors and the mama chiropractors and the aligned women group. It's such a great, great blend of women. Um, But I think when you look at some of the choices that some women chiropractors are making, it's easy to pass judgment if it's something that you, you can't fathom that for yourself. And when you realize they're working from a different set of core values and they're honoring the core values, it leaves all of us open to do the things that make us the best versions of ourselves. So yeah. all that being said, how do you do this? To, how do you narrow down what's going to be on your quarter cards? So Danielle, I know you've done quarter cards. We've done quarter cards with uh, with our clients in the masterminding groups. And that's actually been one of the things that I keep hearing over and over again that's made some of the biggest impact on them reaching their goals is this idea of just using a quarter card. How I narrow things down. Hmm. Can I be really honest and say that sometimes I'm just guessing. <laughs> sometimes I'm just guessing what the most important thing is that I could achieve or accomplish or get done in the next 90 days. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't always know if it's the right thing or the best thing, but I'm using my intuition and making a hopefully reasonably educated guess about what to narrow things down to. Um, That being said, you know, the quarter card for me is a visual reminder and it's, it's a visual reminder of what am I narrowing things down to? So that when I have all these new ideas that come up, I have a check to come back to that I see often that says, this is what I've committed to. This is what I want to accomplish. And if I take on this new thing, will it help me to accomplish that? Or will it just distract me from accomplishing what I've said I'm narrowing down on right now? Yeah, and that's a great point because... I think most of us have shiny new penny syndrome. That's part of what makes us entrepreneurs. It's part of what makes us kind of mavericks in business. We, but, but it's so easy to get distracted by the next best thing. And that is one of the greatest strengths of the quarter card is when you have sat down, you've actually taken time to really think about your values and think about how that's going to translate into different areas of your life. Today, we're talking about work and our careers, but really we, in order to have balance in our lives, we need to have different things in different areas of our lives. But just talking about work, it does help us to be able to say, how is this going to play out over the next 90 days in work? And like you said, this is what I'm committing to. So I'm not going to chase the shiny new penny unless it happens to do with point number one on my quarter card. And oftentimes, the shiny new penny, it's not relevant after 90 days. And if it is, then it can be something that can go on the next quarter's quarter card. Quarter cards, they can be tweaked for sure. Like if you said you're, you're guessing, which I think for you, your guess is really very instinctual. You follow your gut and your gut, <clears throat> you spend so much time working in your intuition, knowing 
what you need to do, that your guess is not really a guess, but you can tweak it as you go along. Like if you find out something's not working or it actually isn't a priority, well, you can tweak it. But then the second part to the quarter card is the time that you allot to work on it. So Danielle, you talk about CEO time all the time. This is where the real magic happens with the quarter card is you have to schedule the time to actually work on your quarter card initiative. So that CEO time that you have, you're looking at your quarter card and you start with the things, the action steps that are relating to the items that are on your quarter card. And you don't do other things until either A, you can't go any further with your quarter card stuff. So say I've been working on it and then I need to send an email to someone for more information. I can't move forward until I get more information. Or say I need to uh, create an account with PayPal, for example, and now I have to wait for that to be verified before I can move forward. When you can't move forward anymore or you finish the item on your quarter card, then you get to move on to other things, but you don't work on other things in your quarter card working time. And you have to book out a certain block of time or a couple of blocks of time each week just for your quarter card initiatives. I put that, that's part of my CEO time. So can I work on email and Facebook during that time, during my CEO time? Well, one of my quarter card initiatives for this quarter has been driving more Facebook traffic to my website to book appointments. So for me, working in Facebook is part of my quarter card initiative. But if you message me while I'm putting my pixel on my website, I'm not messaging you back. It's not that kind of Facebook. I'm not scrolling from my new, through my news feed. I'm not checking for emails to see whether or not my coach has emailed me back with more information, unless I need that information to move forward in the initiative that I'm in right now. So no, you're not, you're not doing busy work. You're not answering texts. You're in do not disturb mode and you're working directly on the thing that is on your quarter card. And that's it. I was being a little facetious when I asked I about email and Facebook. <laughs> I know. But that's the thing, right? When I did the video series last weekend on the chiropractors about time blocking and how a lot of times when we're in between patient visits, for example, and we don't have them well cluster booked, then we want to be productive during that time. But we might have a half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, and we do this cycle all day of starting one thing, getting distracted by another thing, and then going into that other thing. And then before we know it, that time block is over of 30 to 60 minutes and we've done nothing. We've finished nothing and we feel crummy about it because we just don't know how to utilize our time better. So yeah, CEO time is like, you have to become a linebacker. You have to block all the other things around you and protect that time so that nothing interferes with it. And it's hard. Like it is really hard, but I love how you said you have to be a linebacker. I love that visual of really like you have to protect your time, that time at all costs. And it's really hard, especially because you need technology in order to move forward in your 90 day goals. And technology is going to be the thing that trips you up. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so another thing that I think is important to mention in this discussion about quarter cards is that while quarter cards are somewhat 
short-sighted in, in that, you know, we've got 90 days to focus on whatever is on that card and get that thing accomplished. This is really a long game strategy yeah. because this will help us to protect our time and our energy over the long haul. When we're trying to do everything, what happens? We end up burned out. Mm -hmm. And so if we can just peel back and know that I'm going to focus on one thing, I'm going to actually get it accomplished. And then if by chance it happens to be done in less than 90 days, great. Maybe then I can consider resting, uh, recovering, recuperating, rejuvenating, (laughs) or if I don't feel like I need to do those things, then I can take on a new task or a new project. Yes. Now, that's actually, that's a really important point to make. You're working in a 90-day cycle, but the vision that you have is not just 90 days. So the whole quarter card idea comes from you having looked at where do I want to be 10 years from now, 25 years from now, five years from now, a year from now, right? It's, it's asking those questions first. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's part of your CEO time as well. That's kind of vision day stuff where you're thinking about what do I want my life to look like 10 years from now? What do I want my, do I still want to be in practice 10 years from now? And then you begin to reverse engineer those things until you get down to this 90 days. So I do think, um, so Craig and I, we always take time over the Christmas holidays just before New Year's and we sit down and we actually have, we do an entire morning, just the two of us, where we're talking about what is the vision for our practices and for our life over the next year to five years to 10 years. Um, And we're just talking about a lot of those things, but then we start to get into the nitty gritty of what do we want over the next 12 months from a marketing standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a team perspective in the office, what's the vision that we're casting for our patients and how are we going about doing that? Have our strategies changed coming up this year from last year? And sometimes they change based on just technology, but so it's, you, you, are looking at this from a long-term perspective, your 90-day is just the chunk that keeps you from getting overwhelmed, for one, and distracted, for another point as well. Um, but until you've done that work where you do have the long-term vision, it's, it's hard to know, well, what am I doing in this 90 days if you don't know the goal that you ultimately want to have over the next 12 months in practice? One day we should probably talk about what to do if you don't know what the purpose of your business is or what your long-term vision is. That's a whole other podcast, but definitely important. Um, just as a side note for the moment, if you don't feel like you know what your long-term vision is for your business, it's okay. It is okay. You don't it's have totally to know. Okay. Sometimes the long-term to. vision is I need to still be in business a month from now. What do I need to yeah. do? And that's totally, that's totally fine. Okay. So, Another point that you had made when we, t- when we discussed the quarter card together is that having a quarter card in place can help you to pick one goal that you're focusing on that will make other goals either easier to accomplish or unnecessary. Yeah. This is, again, another concept from the book, The One Thing. We should probably put that in the show notes for this episode, a link to it, because we talk about it a lot. Yep. Um, but it's a very, very good book. And the 
the quarter card, if you look at what do you really want to accomplish that's in alignment with your core values and narrow it down to one thing, you might see that in accomplishing that one thing, there are other things that will become obsolete that you won't need to do. So for example, if you if your long-term goal is to incorporate a new EHR and you've been thinking about updating your paper exam forms, well, if you were just to focus on incorporating that new EHR now, you don't need to update your exam forms in the meantime. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so that's, that's a really a great example. It's a really simplified example. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes those longer term things that we think we want to do off in the future, we might be able to move them forward and knock out some of the other things that are on our to-do list, make them completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, another good example, too, that I think is probably pretty common in our community is, you know, a, one priority might be um, increasing our new patient numbers and another priority might be learning how to do Facebook ads. Well, if you learn how to do a good Facebook ad, you are going to drive more traffic into your office. So not that it's not still a goal, but sometimes we call them domino goals. Sometimes you can have two goals, but one dominoes the other when you, it's like you said, when you get one, you automatically get the other. And so that's one way of prioritizing what is it that should be on the quarter card? What are there domino goals that I can focus on? Because then the more domino goals I have, the fewer goals in total I have. Well, this helps us to identify the difference between what we would call objective measurements or objective changes and goals. Mm -hmm. A goal of 100 new patients in your practice is really an objective measurement that you want to achieve or accomplish. But the goal might be that you go in your community and give uh, 20 talks in the course of a month. Like that is within your power to change or to take action on. You can't force the outcome of 100 new patients in a month. Yeah. I I always think that goals should be completely action oriented. Um, You know, even if it's a, who I want to, who do I want to be goal? It's like you said, that's more of of an outcome. So if I wanted to be happier around my children, then the goal should be, I want to have one complain-free day every single week, or I want to pray every single morning for 10 minutes, or I want to um, not freak out when my kid comes home and asks me, I don't know, what does it feel like to smoke a joint or something like that? It's a really bad example, but... (laughs) See the things that come up in conversation in the Dingman house. Um, you have a teenager. You have two teenagers, technically, teenager. and those things do come up with teenagers, like it or not. Yeah, and it's like you said, if you're talking simply about patient numbers, and we all have, I shouldn't say we all, a lot of us have the goal, we want to grow our practice, but that's such a, it's such a vague, it's not a goal. It is an outcome. And yep. it's the, the actions around it. I want to make 10 phone calls a week. I want to do four talks a month. I want to meet four new business people in my neighborhood every week or that, that kind of a thing. Those are goals. Those are actionable items. I'm feeling really inspired by this conversation today. I feel like I'm going to go write my quarter card right now. Well, it is three days, two days before the end of the month. So it's probably a good time. Yes. And 
you know what? One last note. When you do create a quarter card, share it. Yes. Share it um, with, with, yeah, share it with your office staff, share it with your spouse, share it with your kids even, or with um, your biz BFF, share it with someone so that people know that this is what you want to commit to. Otherwise, it's really hard. No, excuse me. It's really easy to just tuck it away and kind of forget about it if no one knows about it. Yeah, you know, the quarter card makes a great team training. In our office, everybody in the office has a quarter card. So our CAs have quarter cards um, based on what the office goals are. And for them personally and their role within the office. And they love it. They're usually done their quarter cards before the doctors are. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. All Shana, right. How do, we, how do we wrap this episode up? What's an action step or some parting thoughts? Well, I'm going to say that as soon as you listen to this episode, whenever it may be, this could be 2025 when you listen to this episode, whenever it lands... If you do not have a quarter card, book yourself an hour of time in the very near future and go to a coffee shop or go for a walk or just go somewhere where you can have quiet, completely disconnected time and think about what is it you really want for your life and for your practice. Think about what your core values are and then take some time and put just two or three, no more than three. The closer you can get to one, is better on a quarter card. Just put it on a quarter card, make some duplicates and tape it up around. Share it on the Mama Chiropractors page. And if you're an aligned woman, put it in the aligned women page and let's take a look at our quarter cards. And I think we'll probably find that a lot of our quarter cards, the items are very, very similar. Absolutely. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Be sure to join us next week as we dive into a new topic. We'll see you then. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on the Aligned Women podcast. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, we would love for you to head on over to iTunes and hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can join the community of amazing women doctors in our free private Facebook group, Mama Chiropractors, by going to alignedwomen.com slash mamachiropractors. And if you'd love to fast track your success in life and practice, subscribe to the waitlist for the Aligned Women Team group coaching membership by going to alignedwomen.com forward slash join. Have an amazing day, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Aligned Women Podcast. <laughs>